You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to Many Roads Traveled. I'm Tamara and I have one question for you. Do you love to travel? Awesome! Well, then I invite you to join me on my 30,000 mile road trip from Paris to Cape Town back to Nairobi. One more thing, we'll be traveling back in time to 1993 before the internet, Google Maps and cell phones. However, not to worry because I do give you up-to-date info on each episode. Plus, you can always find more information on my website, manyroadstravel.com. So without further ado, let's hit the road. Welcome to episode number six on Many Roads Traveled. So we have now gone just under 3,000 miles. And on today, today's episode, we are going to be covering another 2,200 miles. And we'll be starting off in Cyprus as we've just left Turkey after a lovely two weeks. However, this episode, I think, should be called How the Hell Do We Get to Africa? Or are you bleep and bleep, 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 bleep? kidding me <laughs> you will understand shortly <laughs> what i mean by that okay before we get back on the road i just want to give a shout out to my review of this week which is brought to you by or brought to me i guess from love here it says woohoo great start very much looking forward to tuning in on a weekly basis tomorrow you're so warm and engaging and not surprising the travel tips and awesome anecdotes are a pleasure to listen to thanks for bringing such positive entertainment and interesting conversation at a time that it's very much needed in this world love it well love you right back that's awesome and if you want a shout out just go down to to my website manyroadstravel.com and there's instructions how you can do that under the podcast page and yeah i'll be shouting out one every week and then to go to the podcast stats okay so canada is still leading the charge woohoo thanks canucks usa is number two come on they are america surely you could use a break from reality too <laughs> and uk all right you're you're coming up you're catching up now you're only three downloads behind the states so well done my brits and ireland is number four top of the morning to you and france is number five bonjour et merci okay because i thought you know you might be interested to come on the podcast journey along with the road trip okay so thanks for all of my listeners around the world you guys rock let's pick it up so we, we've we jumped on an express uh, ferry from Tzaku, Turkey, to North Cyprus, so the, the, the Turkish side of Cyprus, because Cyprus is in, in two, it's split in two halves, basically. Greek owns half and the Turks own the other half. Although Cyprus, I, you know, they're very patriotic about their, their Cyprus, right? The ferry is only about three and a half hours if you take the express, which we did. And then we got to um, a little town in, called Gurna, sweet little town it's it's surprising that when you travel like you get your first impression of a place right and mo more times than not that actually sticks to the whole country which is kind of weird but uh that's just my experience and yeah and i had a nice vibe of cyprus it was like your typical kind of mediterranean island in a way it's all mountainous and um you know whitewashed buildings you know the beautiful mediterranean sea so yeah what's not to like 
So we found a nice cheap place. So it's good. Turkey was cheap and, and Cyprus was still staying cheap. So we got a pension for like three bucks each a night. So I'm traveling with, to give you a recap, if you're just tuning in or this is your first episode, I do highly suggest you go back to the intro to get the backstory and then so you can come along on the whole 30,000 mile road trip that I did. And also a friend of mine pointed out this weekend that I didn't kind of maybe emphasize enough the mission of this trip was to go from Paris to Cape Town by land or water. So thanks, Roxy. <laughs> okay, so we get to get, yeah, find a little pension and it's owned by a lovely man called Abo. And he plied us with um, endless cups of tea and then he brought out some green fried tomatoes, some flatbread. That was a very lovely welcome. Again, you know, it's kind of like the first people we meet we, we form some sort of bond with and uh, they really take us under our wing. So always appreciative. You know, just hang out there for the day, walk around the town and just kind of chill out. So that's day one. So day two, we go to we say goodbye to Abo and we head over to La Casa, which is the, the closest town near the border. And we just kind of basically stumbled to, up to the border. We, didn't see any signs or anything. I don't know. So we get to the border, and as we're you know we're as we're leaving the Turkish customs, they're just chuckling away, just wishing us well, and that kind of had a foreboding <laughs> feeling. So we get to the the Greek side, and they're just like, "No way, Jose, are you coming through? Not possible." So yeah, great. And the ferries to Israel only live leave on that side, but apparently you could. Go if we would have gone if we you know way back if we would have went from Rhodes to to Greek Cyprus that would have been fine we could have even crossed on the Turkish side but the other way the Greeks weren't having none of it kind of sucks we're like okay so I guess it's back to Abo's pension <laughs> in Gerna so go back there he's like oh well hi guys <laughs> so I'm like Casey what are we gonna do and I just want to point out Casey's my friend who I left with. We left Canada with right, so I think we've been on the road now for about five or six, five weeks ish. So I was like, "Well, let's go to a travel agency because we we need I need to see a world map. We got to figure out where where the hell we are in the world <laughs> and how we're getting to Africa. Do that. We'll go to a travel agent, and I'm like, okay. And we we talked to them. We're like, hey, this is we want we need we want to get to to Egypt. So these were our options. It was either. I think we could have got a flight from there to Istanbul and then Istanbul flight to Cairo or go back to the mainland Turkey and get the bus to Istanbul and then fly to Cairo. Now, obviously, we didn't want to fly. So those two options were out the window. Third option was backtrack 550 miles that we've just done to go back to Rhodes and then Rhodes, possibly we get a ferry from Rhodes to the Greek side of Cyprus. It's so annoying when you're right there. <laughs> But, but yeah, actually, I don't know if we knew for sure if, because again, we're in February, so it was off season. So I don't know if we knew for sure that the ferries did even leave from the Greek side of Cyprus to get to Israel. Or the fourth option was to go overland, either through Lebanon, Israel, or Syria and Jordan into Egypt. We asked the travel, we're like, okay, so basically we have to leave Cyprus. So we go back to the the pension so yeah so we just we just went back to and hung out with abo for the day <laughs> really okay so now we're on day three so we say goodbye to abo again 
head to the ferry and we go we're going to buy our ticket and they're like oh no the express ferry ticket doesn't or the express ferry doesn't leave till tomorrow and the normal ferry just left half an hour ago now why would i think that not one but two travel agents told me that the express left today hey ho so we're like okay and then we met this russian guy boris at the ferry and we started chatting to him i think casey even ended up exchanging a t-shirt for a pocket watch with him <laughs> very random uh so we're like well let's just go get drunk <laughs> so what else is there to do so we did that we we bought some beers and a couple bottles of wine and we just headed down to the seafront and actually just had a really nice day it was a beautiful sunny day so it was getting a little bit warmer i think it was down to maybe two layers <laughs> then we go okay so now the, th the fourth day now we're on the fourth day so we finally say our final goodbyes to abo <laughs> he was like you're never leaving <laughs> and we get the express ferry we get back to uh Tisaku, turkey and it's not like it's too late for us to go anywhere so we end up just finding uh, a cheap hotel and staying the night did manage to call the Lebanese embassy before they closed and just said, you know, we're two Canadians. Can we come from Turkey into Lebanon? And he was like, oh, madam, there is a war going on. This is 1993, right? I was like, so that's a no? <laughs> yeah, no. And I just want to take this uh, second here to very sad to hear what's happened in Beirut with that massive explosion. I wish everyone well and i hope that they can get their country sorted out soon lots of love to you to to you guys in Beirut and lebanon okay so we know we cannot go to lebanon so now we're like okay definitely syria and jordan phoned the syrian embassy and i said oh same kind of thing and he was like okay yes of course you can um yep you can you can go by land and you i think the visa's for free and you can get the visa at the border so i'm like awesome brilliant okay great so at least we have a plan day five okay so now we're on day five it was a lot it was many different buses and minivans day basically big travel day so we got a bus to Silfiki and then from Silfiki, a minibus to Mersin, and then another minibus to Adana, and then another minibus to Antakya. So it was about eight hours in total. But as we were going, so we went to the bus station in Antakya to see about getting a ticket to Damascus. And they're like, well, have you got a visa? We're like, no, I, I just spoke to them. And they're like, we can get a visa at the border. And they're like, mm, don't think so. I think you have to go to Ankara, which is like 12 hours away to get a visa like oh are you see are you bleeping kidding me <laughs> oh my gosh so we're like we're just never leaving turkey basically <laughs> i'm just gonna read a little excerpt from that day from my journal and we're we're like okay i'm gonna have to phone the embassy again the syrian embassy again tomorrow to find out about this visa because we're literally only like an hour away from the syrian border where we are right now uh, so we're just kind of fingers crossed. Um, so that night I write in my journal. I'm like, so for now, I sit in my bed bug bed with the lovely odor of piss seeping under the bathroom door at my head and enjoying the hunger pangs due to my great dinner of bug salad, hairy pita bread and pink chicken. Oh, happy day. <laughs> yeah, I can remember that it was not. Yeah, we're, we're not feeling it too much right now. <laughs> 
Okay, so then on day six, I call the serial number, say, speak to another guy. And he's like, yes, no, you can definitely get a, border, a visa at the border. It is probably going to be free and have a nice picnic in Syria. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Thank you. So we jump on this sardine packed minibus and drive an hour of this super bumpy road. It's near the border. Then you have to get a taxi to the actual border. And we literally have all of our fingers crossed, our toes crossed. And with bated breath, we go to the customs and show our passport. And they're like, where's your visa? And I was like, what? I just spoke to like the two. Impossible. Impossible. Nope. You cannot come in. You must get a visa. I did almost cry at that point. <laughs> But I actually just was like, I just went blank. I just went devoid of emotion, like just nothing, just just empty, basically. Ugh, Casey and I just looked at each other and we're like, this sucks, but. So back in a taxi, back in the sardine packed bus, back to Tagasu, or no, um, not Tagasu, um, Antakya. We go to the bus station. There's a bus leaving that night, 11 o'clock to Ankara. So we just went and changed some more money to get some more Turkish lira and got some food, just killed some time, probably playing blackjack. I was up to seven bucks 25, <laughs> much to Casey's consternation. <laughs> and so, yeah, we get on the bus and it's a big bus. Oh my gosh, I didn't smoke at the time. Uh, I think I smoked three packs of cigarettes secondhand uh, in that, those 11 hours on the bus. No ventilation, no windows opening, nothing. It was brutal. Okay, so I guess the start of day seven at two in the morning, we arrived in Ankara and get a taxi. Taxi kind of dumps us in the middle of kind of, and Ankara is huge, like it's the second biggest city in in Turkey and it's uh, the capital of Turkey actually. And so yeah, he ripped us off, uh, of course. <laughs> That's the only time we had got ripped off in Turkey really. And it wasn't by much, but just overcharges for the taxi ride. Anyway, so then we had to walk around at like 2.30 in the morning to try and find a hotel, which we finally did. I say hotel, I mean, uh, basically, um, we got like a jail cell room. It was like two tiny cots, like with about two feet between them. And then right where your head was, was the, the bathroom. But it was like, you know, the ceramic hole, like not a toilet that we use Western toilet, but like a hole in the ground toilet. And like you could stand there and reach the sink. So it was tiny as well no shower so i think i'd had one shower so far what is day seven almost <laughs> i think i averaged so far this trip a shower every three days not because i didn't want showers just that we didn't have access to them so <laughs> you get used to it so we, we find this this room and, and it was so cold there was like zero degrees in ankara and of course it's like well, now early Saturday morning. So the embassy, Syrian embassy, isn't open till Monday. The good times keep on rolling. <laughs> so we crashed for, for hours and then um, we just decided, we're like, okay, we're just going to go to a market and just stay in our hotel. Like, we're not even going to do anything. We're just going to save money because now this is the added cost is like, you know, it's not great. Especially when you're on, you know, you know very long uh, backpacking trip. 
So we did that. Went to this market and, you know, lovely Turkish people again. And because they're used to people buying like kilos of, of produce and stuff, right? So we ended up, we're like, no, we just want like two tomatoes or two apples or... <laughs> So they gave us a lot of stuff for free, actually. Very nice. And we finally got some Turkish delight. So we got to try that. But yeah. So and then the week, the weekend literally was spent us in our little tiny room playing blackjack, reading, listening to tunes and trying to stay warm. Because again, no heat in your rooms. So that was it. So finally on day nine, the Monday, the big day arrives, head to the Syrian embassy. So we get there at about... 10:45. I'm not sure why we were that late getting there, but that's us. So <laughs> we get there. And there's a big queue there, so we're waiting in queue. And luckily, I said I asked someone. I was like, "Like, do we need any forms or anything to get our Syrian visa?" And luckily, someone said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're Canadian. You you need to have a a letter from your government. You have to go to the Canadian embassy." Well, of course, the embassy, Syrian embassy closes at 12. It's now 10.45. We're like, oh, my God. So we jump in a taxi, go to, get to the Canadian embassy, we're, explain the situation. Like, yep, it's 10 bucks for this letter. I'm like, ridiculous. Like, why do you need a letter when you have a passport? Anyways, so that took about half an hour to get. We jump in another taxi, get back to the Syrian embassy with, like, 20 minutes to spare. But get our application in. They're like, okay, it takes about two hours to process, so come back in a, in a couple hours. Well, that morning I'd also woken up with like really, really bad period pains. So it felt like someone shot me in the stomach. See, one thing that guys don't have to deal with, Casey didn't have to deal with, he just had to kind of deal with me. <laughs> so we went for a long lunch and also on top of my period pains, I hadn't really slept much at all. Like we've had, as you can hear, like a few couple of really long travel days as well as just the stress of things not going our way. And with my, I have a rare blood illness, which is kind of like, part of it is kind of like having arthritis in your blood. So my whole body was like inflamed and in pain and just was not feeling good at all. But this is what you do when you have a chronic illness or, you know, just suck it up and continue. And I was only 23 at the time, so I had a lot more energy back then. Anyway, so we go back to the Syrian embassy and we get our visa. Hallelujah. Um, and then go back to the bus station because we had our back, our big backpacks with us the whole time too, right? So we head to the bus station. There's a bus leaving at 11 o'clock back to Antakya where we just were. So again, killing time. So that's why I always say to people like bring, you know, obviously books back then, you know, no Kindles or anything like that. So, but cards, cards, playing cards, you waste a lot. You can, you know, it takes up a lot of hours. So those are very good to bring books and cards get back on the bus again it's like another 11 hours again smoking three packs of cigarettes <laughs> it's just i just felt like crap no sleep again just leave on the bus again so i was literally exhausted so we get back to so now it's day 10 and get back to antakia at seven in the morning we find a bus well not the bus but we, another minivan to get to the border same deal you know, jam pack sardine. Get back to the border. And we're like, hi, it's us again. <laughs> so after six passport checks, one baggage check, we finally made it and we left Turkey <laughs> after like 
uh, what? Well, that was 10 days from Cyprus, and they were two weeks before there. So almost four weeks in Turkey. But like I said, I love Turkey, and I did go back again in 98 and spent five weeks there. So Turkey's great. But it was like, can we bloody ever leave here? And can we please get to Africa? So we finally did. And like I said, so that trip was, well, that, like this episode covered, like I said, 2,200 miles. Ridiculous. Because a lot of those miles did not have to be done. <laughs> and now it's time for Tam's Top Tips. So my tip number one is, yeah, check your ferry schedule. <laughs> like what time they're leaving, when they're going. They get where they go. Obviously, it's a lot easier now that you have Google and you can just search stuff. Like, did the internet wasn't around when in 93, so we didn't have that option. And also, check your visas. Like, what if you need visas? If you do, where can you get them at the border or at the embassies? And again, that's much easier in Google. And you can just look up on your government websites, kind of thing. So, wherever you're from, look it up for wherever you're going. Much, much easier these days. Okay, and tip number two, I would say you could skip Ankara, even though it's the capital of Turkey. But unless you're going to the Black Sea, then okay. But yeah, I mean, we didn't see anything there really, so I can't say. But um, it's far to go, basically. <laughs> you know, I'd stick along the coast or even the middle of it. It's, uh, it's Turkey's great. No offense to Ankara people at all. But yeah, it was a long detour, that's for sure. Oh yeah, and tip number three would be Cyprus. It is, I've just looked, I mean, shortly after we were there, the border actually opened up again between them. You can go either way, but just looked up now and it's end of, well, end of July, um, 2020. They just don't like each other, like I said. <laughs> so I guess the border is pretty much closed again. You kind of have to pick which side of Cyprus you want to go to and stick with that. I mean, it might resolve itself in the future again. So, whoops. So, yeah, check into these things. Okay. And then for female travelers, I always felt comfortable in Turkey and Cyprus. Most people were like so kind and so generous. So, um, I, I really don't think you'd have a problem in Turkey. Obviously, you know, dress appropriately, especially when, especially when you're not on the beaches. Like if you're off the beaches, then you know, I would say cover your shoulders and wear, you know, longest shorts or skirts. You know, respect the cultures. You are in their country. Okay, so to find out what happens in Syria and if we ever do bloody get to Africa, <laughs> tune in till next Thursday and you'll find out what happened in Syria. Another heartbreaking what's happened with Syria in the last 10 years or so. Okay, so that is a wrap and uh, the website's come along. So you can head over there to manyroadstravel.com. You can even support the podcast because I am trying to keep it ad free. So if you'd like to buy me a coffee or a beer, that would be awesome. All the details are on the website. Okay, I think that's it. So until next time, safe travels, one road at a time. <laughs>